With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Earlier today, you likely saw the headline that the proposed collective bargaining agreement was approved by the owners and was now sent to the players for their approval. All the things we've been talking about the past few nights, 17-game regular season, three-game preseason, we're going to increase the playoff teams, there's going to be improved benefits to players, they're going to get more money, they're going to get more gambling money, they're going to uh, see a bigger piece of the pie. There's been a lot of good things that were was going to be in this deal for the players, but the 17-game regular season was going to be a sticking point. And if J.J. Watt's reaction is anything of a harbinger, this proposal is going to die before it even gets a chance to grow wings. 
J.J. Watt, after he saw the proposal from the NFLPA that went out today, said, this is a hard no Can't do it. on the new CBA that the owners want to us. Now, what's the big deal here? As I said, look, anytime we start talking about negotiations, CBA, things can get really muddled, very difficult to follow. I get excited so, about it. I know. Well, you're you, that guy, though. You're, I, you're that I'm that one. Guy. You like the minutia, and, and you want to- devil in the details. Yeah. I got notes. Yeah. I, got, I got diagrams all Listen, over yeah, my three pages. You, look, you're the guy in the meeting that nobody, the other side doesn't want no he's the guy that read the whole thing all right we don't want him around. he read the whole thing he's gonna have that i got a question i got i got a thing uh page 78 paragraph four subset d uh page one uh paragraph four sentence five yeah i, I don't like this word right here uh, basically throws the whole thing out of whack so you're the guy the other side doesn't want in the meeting oh the guy in the purple shorts is in the meeting. Oh, I can't stand that guy. He actually read it. What do you mean he did? Yes, I put all the bad crap on the last couple of pages. No, <laughs> oh, you know he read the whole thing. So, look, it is a difficult thing whenever you talk about, but these are the nuts and bolts. There is a lot of good things to like for the players, as, as we said. Yeah. Less penalties for marijuana positive tests, uh, more independent decisions for player punishment that doesn't involve Roger Goodell. As I mentioned a couple seconds ago, you have more money, bigger piece of the pie, they get gambling money. You know, it, There's a lot of good things to like, but there is one really, really big thing, and this is why J.J. Watt, and I am sure other players are going to say, yeah, this is the hard no on the CBA. Some other players are already weighing in, but J.J. Watt has been the biggest star. So what is it? With the 17-game regular season now, all these players have 16-game contracts. They're all getting paid for 16 games. So if you want to add a regular season game, well, then you have to pay me more money because you're adding a regular season game. My 16-game contract is out, and I, I got to get the same game check for Week 17 that I get all the Weeks 1 through 16. A lot of star players, their game checks are 850000 a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Stars like Aaron Rodgers and Carson Wentz, all these guys get big game checks. The NFL is saying, oh yeah, that week 17 game check, we're going to give everybody a portion of it. Everybody's getting two hundred and fifty grand. That's it. Well, that's the cap. That's the cap. That's the most you can get for Week 17. So Aaron Rodgers, who gets anywhere from an $800,000 to a million-dollar game check, is now going to get a $250,000 game check. But it it is termed here in the proposal fact sheet, quote, bonus payment of 117th of Paragraph 5 salary up to 250k. It's like they're saying, oh, this is a bonus game. No, it's part of the season. You want to make it a regular season game. And Aaron Rodgers, who, again... If he takes home, let's just say his game check is a million dollars. Now you're saying you're taking home $250,000. Aaron Rodgers and other stars in the NFL are not going to be okay with saying, yeah, I'll give up that $750,000 off my game check. What are you, insane? That's not going to happen. Yeah, but you... Of all the stuff going on, look, it's, it's, it's trying to get players to understand the CBA. And for a lot of them, it's going to be, I'll talk to my friend, you know, so-and-so is smarter than me. I'll talk to Richard Sherman. He'll say what he likes People are going to go and talk to other people because the CBA is a tough thing to understand. But one thing you can understand is that, okay, when they when they make this an extra week, you're going to get a fraction of what you're going to get. And this is why the NFL screwed up. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon here on Fox, is because the one reason the NFL has always been able to win these CBA negotiations the past few years is because they have been smart enough to keep the players from being able to unite. They have kept the star players away from taking a stand. 
and they've been able to kept keep the average player from being able to go without a week without a game check. Right? Everybody blows through their money. Can't go without a game check. I'm used to that game check. I can't go without a week's worth of pay. Rather, I can't do it, which you don't get when you hold out. So those are the two big things. The stars never really stood up for the rights of the players, and the everyday players were never really in a good enough spot to be able to be without one week of pay. But this is where the NFL has blown it, because when you talk about players who are going to now make a less game check in Week 17, these are all the stars. It is Aaron Rodgers and J.J. Watt and Tom Brady and Kirk Cousins and all of the star players who are going to be asked to take way less money, sometimes maybe a million dollars less, just to add one game. The owners aren't getting less, so now this is going to be just like the Astro sign-stealing scandal. All the stars are going to weigh in and go, this is ridiculous, we're not doing this. This is going to galvanize the players more than anything. But it doesn't, because now you make the top-end players care, but everybody else is going to say, screw you, I get a 17th check. Screw you that you're the one no, percent. No, but you no, want more. No, it's not like I'm getting mine no, and screw you. We, everybody needs to get no, what but, their game check no, is going to be. No, but that's just it. Most guys, they're nowhere near the $250,000 cap that this implies, right? That that this would prescribe in terms of added a pay, adding a paycheck. Everybody else would just get one seventeenth of whatever their salary was. So it it keeps them at odds is really what it but, does. But now you but no no one but because but it no also does listen, this though. But when when it's the average players, no one listens as much as when oh now here the stars are. You think every day you're going to get here comes Brady or here comes JJ Watt. Here comes all this cavalcade of stars that are going to say this is ridiculous. Now now that galvanizes them to say okay no now let's go back and ask for even more because they're going to shove this 17th game down our throat but and they're not going to be fair to us. But that's, and that's the, the point. But that's the point is that they're going to have to give up something else because now if they're going to argue you about how much I'm getting paid for the 17th week, you're admitting that the 17th week is good and that it works. Now we're just negotiating a price. right? It's like if someone says, here's this jar of mayonnaise and I want you to eat this jar of mayonnaise. How about I give you five bucks? As soon as you engage me, I wouldn't do that for five bucks. Like You've now said, okay, you'll do it. But it's going to cost me more than five bucks. That's what they're doing here with the players. Yeah, but if, uh, so, if I say you got to give me two hundred bucks, well, I'll give you two hundred bucks. Well, I'll eat the mayonnaise. Okay. No, that's fine. And so you can walk so away. Now we're back to square and, and, one. But, but nothing's lost. There's a big, Even- eventually, well, there's a big, someone paid for a jar of mayonnaise that uh, no one's so eating. About three bucks. You, are, but, yeah, you lost well, money I, in I that deal. I think mayonnaise is a little higher. No, I'd find you, you. You're kidding me. You lost you don't more think than three dollars. You don't think I'd find someone on this this floor that would eat it for five for two hundred fifty grand? I'll eat a full bottle. <laughs> no, but that's my point. Look, this used to be a thing you could do in college, and you could do it at internet startups where they were giving you nothing but stock. No, no, and here, here, dude, here's here's a cup full of pink mayonnaise, and now you're gonna move to the yellow, and pretty soon you're throwing up different. You're you're throwing up a rainbow. There, but there's the, the proposition is is sound because people want that couple of bucks. Here, as soon as you engage, saying I wouldn't do it for that amount of money, it's like, but you're saying that it's it's a sound proposition to have game seventeen. Now let's figure out what you give yeah, us but back. All like, well, look, they know they're getting the 17th game. It's just you got to make sure that you're giving us what we want to be okay with that 17th game. But that's game. just it. The rest of this just is because pretty they fair. Said, they gave up okay, a lot of stuff. Let's talk about the 17th game. That doesn't mean that suddenly, okay, well, whatever you do, we're going to uh, arrive at a at an agreement for it. Because it once, look, listen, 
J.J. Watt already says a hard no. So what's the image of this CBA now? For every, You're talking about 50-some-odd players on every NFL team that are seeing this, and what are they seeing? He might be J. talking J. about Watt's his statement. honeymoon. J.J. Watt. That was the night's answer. A hard no. Uh, what would CBA stand for on his honeymoon? I can't say Canoodling that. by <laughs> Adidas. Something by association. I don't know. <laughs> Cannabis, broccoli, and asparagus. Oh, actually, that sounds like a night for Tyshirt. That's the name of his podcast. Uh, can I- <laughs> That works pretty nice. But you, so now you've heard this. This is JJ Watt, who is universally mm-hmm. respected around the NFL. What are all the players saying right now? Yeah, we're not taking this. Well, because you already had two you guys. Not I mean, you've got Russell Okung uh, of the Chargers. You've got Richard Sherman. You got two guys that you know. It's a, a the seventeenth game is a really big sticking point for them. They gave up a lot of stuff here. They did. Hey, no, I, and I'm saying yeah, for the re- but that's just it. The, they, the devil's they in the up, details. Right. They right? gave up a lot of things, and I get that. But the one thing that every player is going to understand is that game check. Mm-hmm. I get that game check every week. You're telling me my game check is that's a million dollars is going to be two hundred fifty grand. Not doing it. But again, the point. Right? But that's the point is, deal. if you're the owners, you did a good job because you're going to have pretty much what uh, out of your 53 man roster, 45 guys saying. Hell yeah, I'm going to get another game check. And then you got that five or six guys at the top of each team going, I'm getting screwed. So you still keep them at odds. When Sherman and Brady and Breeze and all the player reps and all the big stars all say, this is a bad deal. We're not taking less money for Week 17. No one's signing that CBA. It's, it's, It's dead. Oh, and all the stars say we're not doing it. It's not going through. No, it's a fun starting point when they get on that conference call tomorrow. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, 
pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The latest chapter in the Astros sign-stealing scandal today had to do with catcher Jonathan Lucroy, who actually said... When he weighed in and did a big press conference today, talked a lot about when he played against the Astros in 2017. Look, he spent parts of the last four years playing in the AL West for different teams. And he said that when we played the Astros, sometimes I would have to change our signals because I knew they were stealing signs every single time a pitcher threw the ball. It was crazy. Some of the pitches they would take, he was like, man, these guys are the best hitters I've ever seen. You know, and it's like, like I said, it all, it all made sense whenever I found out, whenever we found out how, how they were doing it, it all made sense. And then, then it was like, what are you going to do? We had, well, I was with Oakland then, and we had let no, we had let MLB know, and they had just called and said something. They kind of just said something to them. They didn't go through the whole investigation. He went on Please to say, that don't do this again. <laughs> we would have to change signals every pitch. And if I had a veteran pitcher like Edwin Jackson, he references by name, I knew I could do that with him. But other pitchers, I don't know that I could. You're changing the signs because right. it was so sophisticated. This, what they were doing. He's, this isn't even Lucroy saying we knew they were doing things electronically. He said, I noticed what they were doing on the base paths and relaying the signs, which is why we had to change things every single pitch. They were that sophisticated. So what's the big takeaway from this? If you're looking at how in-depth Lucroy says this was and what they had to do to try to combat it, the same questions you ask about the Astros that you asked about the Patriots. 
for a team that was going to go so far to tape the other team's signals in Spygate? Is that really the only thing they were doing? And then we found out there's Deflategate, but was that really the only thing the Patriots were doing? There's no way. If you're doing that, you're not stopping at just, oh, we're just going to get the signals and that's it. Same thing with the Astros. What else were you doing? If you were doing that, what else were you doing? Did you just stop as we're getting the signals and that's it? If it's that sophisticated, how many other teams in Major League Baseball were doing almost the exact same thing? I, no, no, no teams are just going to steal signs and that's going to be it. It's going to be, we're doing X, Y, and Z. Right now we know about X, we don't know about Y and Z, which is, again, going to be part of what investigative journalists come up with as they investigate sign stealing. In fact, there could be stories we find out this well, I didn't find anything about sign stealing, but what I did find out was this. And that's going to be a whole new scandal for Major League Baseball. I mean, that's how in-depth and that's how widespread this thing gets. It's not just, well, they were stealing signs. Well, what else were you doing? If you went to that extent to steal signs, you're not stopping at anything else. You're not saying, okay, that's it. No, no, everything else is above board. But stealing signs, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. No, no. There's other things you are doing that are going to come out. Well, it goes back to, you know, to tie it to our lead story of the night of the CBA. You you decide something sound in principle, and then you decide which side of that line and how far you're going to navigate towards your objective. And for the Astros, I mean, we know there was a memo. We know that it went from the league office about the Apple Watches. And you took took it with a grain of salt, said, okay, well, we're not doing that. We're kind of got our own thing going on here and different mechanics to it all. And, and every team has some system, whether electronic or not, right? Mostly not, but by which to try to pick up signals, right? You've got someone on your roster that's a little more adept and picking up someone's body language or or looking in on a catcher or whatever, and, and you use that to your advantage as best you can. With the Astros, clear, they decided, all right, we're going all in. And now it's from code breaker to the dark arts or whatever other terms you want to throw on it, it's something that's now sitting in a vault in the commissioner's office. You got all the Astros know you got all the people that were involved from the Players Association, and you have all the people from the commissioner's office. It's a lot of potential for loose lips, leaks. Hey, you didn't hear this from me, but, and with enough teams that made complaints, right? Talking about the the A's, Luke Roy, saying he's a two-time All-Star, too, so he gets to come on to the team. He might he might trump Yeah, we might Gary need Sanchez him over now. Gary Sanchez, yes. Yeah, he, he might trump I'd like Luke Roy earlier in his career, but look, we're putting together an All-Star team made up of just people who have criticized Rob Manfred and the Astros, yeah. and our catcher and second base for our weakest positions. We yeah. don't have a second baseman. It's just and like our the National today League was Gary Sanchez, years, really. Yeah, kind of. Right? Okay. I mean, which is why it's always been a little easier to go through through the batting order, right? Weak, weak hitting catcher and second baseman and the pitcher, mm-hmm. and that's three in, in a lot of lineups, three outs going through your, each time you go through the lineup. But you just have this this circumstance by which uh, all that information is waiting. And how many other teams are going to go through? Is How many baseball careers end and it's like, oh, man, you wouldn't believe what we used to do, right? Jack McDowell talking about the White Sox and then Tony La Russa and he having a little bit of a slap fight on social media, it's it's going to extend. And spring training's just getting started, man. Games start over the weekend. Guys are going to get fired up. This is going to be fun. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You knew the sign-stealing scandal was going to eventually get to every part of baseball fans. And now it's getting to Little League. Right, we told you earlier in the week there's many little leagues here in Southern California that are banning their team from using Astros Good. as their nickname. And you figure, okay, it's Southern California. It's a kind of fun little flavor story. All right. No, now in Pennsylvania, one of the big little leagues has banned teams from using the nickname Astros. Thousands and thousands of kids Good. in this little league, they can't use Astros. And part of it is because of the Little League pledge is I will strive to play fair and do my best. That's like the only part of the Little League pledge I, I remember because we have to recite it before every game. And I never remember the beginning of it. And, this and game, lay the smack down on their candy I, asses I, within the rules. That's not how it well, goes. Well, this is Little League, man. Yeah, No, you go out for Little League <laughs> and you stand on the line. And, and in softball and, and baseball, they also the same thing. They say, it, it's I trust in God. I love my country and I will respect its laws. I will I will play fair and I will strive to win, but win or lose, I will always do my best. That's oh, what we have to say. I'm surprised the That's inclusion of the Jesus hasn't gotten outlawed, gotten I, people upset yet. It's just the way it is. Over the line. That's the way it is. Over just, the line, Smokey. I, I just raise my hand. But that's that's what you say. I trust in God. Okay. I love my country. I respect its laws. Uh, I will strive to win. I will play fair. Unlike and, the Astros. And win or lose, I will always do my best. And the statement out from the Pennsylvania Little League says that I will play fair and that's not what the Astros did. So now you can't be the Astros in Little League. Wow, that's pretty good. This is going to, and many Little Leagues are going to do it without officially banning it. Well, because, hey, what do you want your nickname to be? Hey, we got gear for this team and this team this year. You know, we'll, we'll replace the Astros with the Mets. They're giving away stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. We'll replace it. But now this, this is official banning of the Astros as nicknames at the Little League level. Yeah, I mean, you're not running around with 30 team leagues. So you you can swap out pretty easily, and I'm not sure outside of the Houston area anybody was rushing to make the Astros their selection. Not well, that they, they wouldn't won exist. in 2017, so the next year so, people would want to be the there'd, Astros. There'd be a and, bit you know. of a swell. I, I get that, but it's interesting to see it extending. I really when this first started happening in Southern California, it became a all right. Our Dodger fans now overreacting. Have we have we hit a? But you know, you take your creed uh, and, and go and, and about your good works on, in between the white lines uh, on the field. And th- there's lessons to be learned here. It's it's a nice talking point for certain in terms of fair play and you know extend it to the classroom and your work and everything else. I mean, there's a lot of lessons to be learned here. But I'll be curious to see you know what what numbers we have overall throughout the little league programs. I think that's an interesting. What do you got, Golden Headphones? Does this mean uh, Altuve's banned from playing in Little League again? Uh, (laughs) I mean, they are his size. (laughs) Frostburg. Does this mean he can't play? Serious question. No, I. I'm well, sure he's, he's also got play. that tattoo, and I think that might disqualify Oh, yeah, yeah. You. Yeah, I think if you have a tattoo, you I, can't play I don't play think you can have too. a giant collarbone ink. No, the tattoo says I'm 4-2. <laughs> you know, this is, again, another reason how Rob Manfred has biffed this, because when you explain this to kids who are 10, 11 years old, they get it. Like, if if you try to explain to them what steroids are about, 
performance-enhancing drugs, different things. Sometimes why trades happen, it goes over their heads. They, they don't get it. It's like, okay, well, wait, but doesn't he want to play for this team? Well, he wanted to get paid more money, but wouldn't he want to stay? Can't they give him a little bit more money? Like so many controversies that we talk about every day on the radio. This is why the show is for adults, because you know you need a, an understanding of life to be able to understand what, what is being talked about. But when you explain this to kids, they all get it. Every 10-year-old I know that I have talked to gets it. They understand. They were stealing signs. Yeah, they were, they were electronically uh, sending and, and, and calling signs to the back to the dugout. There was a guy hitting a trash can. Sometimes it was whistling. There was a guy that had a buzzer on his on his uh, chest that told him what pitches was coming, allegedly. And the kids all understand that. Oh, you can't do that. The kids all get that. When kids understand how bad it is, when you can explain a big scandal to kids, that's another look in the mirror moment that, whoa, okay, wait, maybe I really blew this if you're Rob Manfred. Well, it's a kids all understand. Yeah, but this. that's the thing. You always get into these arguments and it goes, well, you know, the kids, as soon as you bring the kids in, I mean, you, you've just killed the argument. It's done. Yeah. Kids right? all get Don't it. Think that's of a the big kids. deal. It's a big deal when the kids understand, because kids, you can't. Cheater's a cheater, Jason. You, you know, and the thing is, you can't, you can't bullcrap kids. That's the thing. You can't do. You, you you can't do that. You can, you can influence them, but kids can tell when you're being real, when you're being genuine, when something is good, when something is bad. They all, every 10, 11 year old I know, they all get it. They all say, "Oh, that's where they can't do that. They shouldn't do that." As the great band Velvet Revolver wrote, "Do it for the do kids." For the they kids. say, <laughs> "It ain't about you anyway." Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And did Derek Carr just drop a hint that he'd like to be a Chicago Bear earlier today? Please let that happen. Derek Carr put a post on Instagram with a picture of him with Khalil Mack. Hmm. Now that's nice. With a former teammate, Derek Carr, I miss you. However, Benjamin Albright, who covers the NFL for NFL Network, who hates me, he's one of those guys that likes to start wars on Twitter. Like, he doesn't follow you, but he finds takes he doesn't like and and wants to get in a war with you. Uh, Trying to get some clout on your name, basically. He said, Yeah, exactly. Go, go come up with your own thoughts. Beat it. He says that while Mitchell Trubisky will get a chance to be the starter, he won't have the same job security he had in 2019, and potentially Derek Carr would be someone Chicago would be interested in should the Raiders want to trade him. This all from Benjamin Albright. So we have Derek Carr potentially to the Bears, maybe competing for the starting job or just taking over for Mitchell Trubisky. All right, first things first. If you're the Bears, you have to. you got to have some kind of contingency plan because you can't go through this whole season saying Trubisky's our guy. Right? You can't roll with sweaters anymore. Right? You can't. You've, <laughs> you've given him so many chances to take that next step. He has not done With it. what? If you go in. What? Chances with what? Playing time. You've given no, him playing no, no, time. No, no, no. Did you give him players? You have. You had a real. You have a really good defense. Your offensive line was good. No, your you offensive good, line was no good. You ran the football well. They did not run the football. Your coach well. wears a visor. Couldn't run the ball. They, well, they wouldn't commit to running the football. But they didn't run the ball well. You had Allen Robinson and a bunch of guys. They, Trey Burton couldn't get out of his own way. Wait, you bring up Trey Burton every show. They you paid him. No, because they paid him. They paid him a lot of show. money. Stop, and he didn't do a stop. damn thing. You kept bringing his name up like he was a god. Second round pick, who did nothing. Right, that guy couldn't catch a cold. So to say that they gave him a bunch of weapons. Well, no, I'm just saying they as I say went crazy for him, but they have a decent enough team around him that two years ago was good enough. He never took that next step. 
The, the Bears were like a 49ers light with a good defense and a good stable of running backs. They should be able to get up and down the field more than they have. Trubisky hasn't done it. You can't go in with just Trubisky. Well, Derek Carr is not the answer. You, you want to go up and down the field. If you're going you in, if you're going in with Trubisky and your other alternative is someone else, sometimes it doesn't have to be. So it just needs to be someone else, someone who's viable that can come in. Because we watch Ryan Tannehill come in and play well. You know, Bears fans are going to go. Oh, maybe he's the next Tannehill. Who well, knows? Yeah, a guy playing with house money. Like that's the thing with Ryan Tannehill is is still the question of all right once he's the starter again and he was look he was a two time four thousand yard passer uh, had his moments down in Miami but they couldn't win there uh, he could certainly move the ball here you had Derrick Henry and you had no pressure on you whatsoever because the season was in shambles and then in the two playoff games they they sure as hell didn't want you touching the ball and throwing the ball other than yeah. giving it to Derrick Henry Derek, you again. You give him the ball. We're going to run the ball 39 times a game with him. He but, perfected the two step in the playoffs. Look, that's not, for sure. Derek Carr isn't the answer, but just the fact that you need to go in with something else, I'll take it even a step further. Chicago would be a great destination for Tom Brady to walk in to that locker room Not only do you have a great defense, you know what Brady's done as a cold-weather quarterback, you know what the home field advantage at Soldier Field would be. He would bring in Brady's cavalcade of stars who want to come in and play receiver. I'll go play with Tom Brady in Chicago for the next two or three years, and suddenly your weapons at out wide would look really good. You can say goodbye to Mitchell Trubisky for Tom Brady. And that would be a great pit. It's also a big enough city for him. As I've told you, it's one of two places Brady's going, New York or L.A. It's the Giants, which I keep telling you, watch out, or the Chargers. But the Bears would be a great destination. You're talking about Chicago. Giselle might like Chicago. It's or he doesn't like Chicago. It's a, it's a big enough. Look, everybody I know that's ever been in Chicago say it's the greatest city in the world. So I'll, I'll take their word for it. But that's a big enough city for Brady to go. And he would come in and suddenly, whether it's Gronk coming out of retirement or other wide receivers who want, I'm going to go sign and play with Brady in Chicago. I can go do that now. I don't have to worry about Belichick getting mad at me. That's why I've, I've crossed the Patriots off my list of teams I want to go to. But the Bears, oh, I'll go play there. I'll go play there for with Tom Brady for the next couple of years. And suddenly, the Bears are a huge favorite. Their division is good. It's not impossible to get over the teams that are in that division because the Vikings are going to look very different in a year depending on what happens with Kirk Cousins. The Packers had a great year, but are they going to continue to ascend? That's a pretty decent division for Brady to go to. See, I like you in theory Brady on this. I mean, he's going back to New England, so I mean, just enjoy it because uh, he's coming back to dominate you in the East again. Okay. But we'll see. Okay. I like not the dismissive happening. attitude. He's That's go- good. He, oh, it's not happening. He's I hate going. to say I told you so. That, do I say it like that? Is that how I talk? I say it like that? Hey. I told you Tom was going. I told you. <laughs> Sorry, I, sh- I should be like Frostburg. Hey, cheating Astros! I'm still bitter about 2017! Uh, it's about being right. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with bitterness. I got Rivers Bolo tie in my pocket! Don't be jealous because you don't have one. I gave you a bolo tie for Christmas. Yeah, I threw that thing in the trash. It Did was so you? cheap. <gasps> wow, that's it's the last. Holiday. I fell apart on my way home. That's the I, last I was holiday. Holiday. To make a holiday. Point at some point. Holiday and, gift that, and that I was gave it. You. Wow, a gift really? It was like four dollars. Wow, it was six ninety nine. But uh, wow, cannot believe that. All right. People not to buy presents for Frost. It really I wasn't a present. I had a whole rant ready to go. You probably got just... it for free and didn't want it. <laughs> 
Yes, I got a free bolo tie. Hashtag wear my boots. Yeah, Harmon gave me a free... Ah, oh, jerk. From, from, yeah, Harmon gave me a free bolo tie, and I just re-gifted it to you. Brady to the Bears. Brady to the Bears. I, I like your theory. Yeah. It would be a Watch lot out. of fun. He's back in New England. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. All right, Frostberg, what do you got? What's the McDonald's story? He told me this is going to carry us through the rest of the show, oh, so good. now I'm really no, nervous. what I said was this is really going to hurt your 401k. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, Wait, okay. Shamrock Shakes are back. People like those. You are wish. they back? No, they're back. Yeah, Shamrock Shakes are back. Well, America, Christmas has come early for the Smith household. Okay. Okay, cool. Ever wanted your house to smell like McDonald's, Jason? Every day. It well, probably does every day. Here's your chance, man. McDonald's is rolling out a line of candles that smells like... You ready for this? Yeah. Get it? Some of its most popular menu items. No. Such as their quarter pounder. Oh, boy. I can get you a ready? quarter pounder with cheese candle? My house smells like beef and cheese. Oh, you're not Santa Claus. The scents included in the candle set are uh-huh. as follows. Yeah. The bun, ketchup, pickle, Ooh. cheese, onion, and 100% fresh beef. Wait a minute. I can get a che- a candle that smells like cheese? I'm That's just one of the sets. That scent would be. I would light all of those candles at once except for the pickles. No pickles. Don't like pickles. Oh. I would light all those candles at once. It would be a party in my house. Oh my God. I'm smelling all of these. I mean, who needs a Christmas tree when you have all these I set? I'd have the, like, you know those scenes in, in the movie, they had the sexy scenes where they're in the bathtub and there's like all the candles or in the or in all the different sizes candles are everywhere because they're going to get they're going to hook up in the and bathtub they're banging each other no my house would be it would just be all those candles all around it all okay except, except the pickles as he's going and setting up his bath for the night what's it what's it smell like what's cheese. the ambience i've got four different cheeses burning can that I would a, cut the bathroom smell right can I, get, can I get a candle with extra cheese <laughs> definitely not doing the cheese one the onion one you might walk around with tears in your eyes though no i mean oh. well but sometimes you need a good cry you got to have that cathartic no, moment no, no. in your life. It's not going to be the same ingredients. Now, wait, wait, wait. Can I eat these candles too, or is it just a candle? It's just wax. Go ahead. Uh, it says not to eat them, but you can. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. They're, they're, not the gonna, burgers, they're gonna be Jason. non-toxic. <laughs> it can't be any worse than their food. Yeah. No, come on. I can't wait. It says less harmful than a burger. I can't <laughs> I can eat them, but they're wax. Like like physically. It's a real I candle, man. To. Yes. It's not it's This not, isn't a game. It's not an edible candle. Because why wouldn't it be why, why is it com- always gotta be edible? If you're coming up with that candle, why not make it an edible candle? I mean it could be. You wanna eat a bun? I would eat a candle bun, and I would put the cheese candle <laughs> Man, in the middle need help. with the burger candle in the middle of that, and I'd take a big a bite. A pickle candle? Oh, I would get the- Shaped as a pickle. I would get the candle that would get it down to a, a liquid, and then just start drinking You would it. eat it in one bite, the pickle I, one. There, there you no, go. No, not pickle. No. No, but trust me, no pickles. Challenge always, accepted. We'll uh, melt one of those for you and watch you drink the cheese. I always say- mm, drinking cheese. I always get- when I go to McDonald's, which I haven't been to in a while because it's still not open up the street. Really you know there are other ones. Open. You know there are other ones, yeah, right? Yeah, but it's I'm about convenience. There's, I'm not going to go way out of, of my location. way. You don't have to go that far out of the way. The one by your house reopened. You know, Chief, Who are you kidding? Chief, I heard there's 800 locations. I heard LeBron showing up there tomorrow. You should go. That's fake news. He's not coming to one in my neighborhood. But I always get no pickles. And if I always check, did you get the pickles on it? And sometimes they forget, pull the pickles the right off. One healthy eat. thing on it, right? Yeah, hey, you just tell them it's for a cop. You think McDonald's pickles pickles are healthy? It's a cucumber that is actually left in liquid, yes. It's the healthiest part of the burger, Jason. But 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 in McDonald's, it's like I, sh- I can eat that. 
Just eat the candle. Eat, okay, I'll eat the candle. So How, you're going for I the like whole that set. His voice got really deep there. Just yeah. eat the candle. You're going for the whole set, huh? Oh, Tyce Ty, just trying to come up as like an authority. Yeah, he this. killed the mood. Yeah, no, the whole set. I, 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 I think, would get. All I think of the we candles. have to buy this. I mean, no, no. can we get that ambiance here's here what we do. in the Geico? You can bring them all in except the cheese one. We bring all the candles in, right? We light them all except the cheese one. We let them. No, you're fine with the cheese. It's not real cheese. No, I don't need to go home with a flesh neck brace. We light them all. I don't think it's actually made We light them all and we get a cup. Smell, man. And we get a cup. And when it burns for a little bit and the candle is liquid. Then we pour all of that stuff into a cup, and that's what I eat. Oh, Temple of the Dog. How about that? This has become like when uh, they have the chili cook-off with the Guatemalan insanity pepper, (laughs) and now you've got your tongue covered with wax. (laughs) Pickle candle. Legend. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. 
Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.